My name is, well, I'll put it this way. I'm the artist formerly known as Amin Ismail. I am now Abu Musa, which is a title that you're given in Egypt as a father. Especially when you have a boy, you get to say, I'm the father of Musa. So, yeah, Amin is dead. Just call me Abu Musa. <laughs> I'm Gideon Nathan. And I'm Sam McClough. And this is Name Dropping show about adopting a laxer policy on your name because of your broken Middle Eastern spirit. So what do you know about your former name and what it means? My former name, Amen Ismail, it comes from the mysterious land of Egypt, I would like to think. But it's really an Islamic name. Uh, so it comes from the Quran. Amen is a reference to a verse where it talks about the people on the right side, Ayyad al-Yameen. And so it talks about the people on the righteous path and the people who are striving for closeness with God. And that's sort of where my name, what it means. Uh, but as far as like where my family feels about the name uh, and where my name actually does come from, it's just that my name was supposed to be Mahmoud which is a nickname for Muhammad. And my brother's name is Muhammad. And my other brother's name is Ahmed, which is a ni another nickname for Muhammad. And so my sister was like three and a half, four years old. And they told her what they were going to name me. And she was like, why are you just going to name three boys the same name? This is so stupid. And so she protested and cried until they gave her some other options. And then she said, I like Amen the most. So I was named by my three at the time three-year-old sister she's not still three years old she's grown since then. <laughs> do, you, do you find that as you've grown it's become an apt name for you do you feel like it represents you the way you want to be represented or also do you feel like you've kind of aligned your life to fit that name Damn, Samuel, that's a hard question are you a righteous man that's that's all we want to know we just want to lead off the pod with that Am I a righteous man? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. But I do think I've embodied the name Amen in a way that only Amen can. Uh, I used to have this really corny joke that got me through fourth grade where I was like, I was named after my dad. My name is Amen. <laughs> Amen. See, I'm a man. And my last name is Ismail, but the way that the whites pronounce it, they, they say Ismail. So I used to say that my name was a full sentence. Right. It was, a man is male. And I was like, that's how masculine I am. <laughs> so in that sense, I think it sort of, you know, uh, helped me spiral a little bit into like toxic masculinity at a young age. <laughs> but I think because I got to experience that stuff really young, I think it made me more conscious of how silly that shit is really early on and because i was so aware i would uh i was a little impervious to bullying and i i, I kind of maybe think turned me into a little bit of a bully so and, and being six foot in like sixth grade really helped too but i think the name amen has uh has a lot to do with it too i, I thought you'd be a good guest for the show because of something i saw on instagram that you shared i think it was a tweet where you said there's on pronouncing your name you said there's no one right way to say it it's more of a vibe 
I thought that was mm-hmm. kind of an interesting departure from other conversations we've had. Um, at what point did you kind of accept it's more of a vibe? Was there a specific moment, or was there <laughs> was it just like the rep, the like attrition? Did it just wear you down over time, or you just got you just got to be born with that mindset, man? I mean, I think for me, it's always been as an American Muslim, as an American Egyptian. It, it's always been hard for me to parse like how American I am or how Egyptian I am, and I just decided to to take the middle path and be a little bit of both in all the best ways. Not rejecting either, but at the same time, not fully claiming either has given me a lot of liberty, especially when we're so attached to labels and trying to figure out who you are and where you're from. It's I always just make fun of people for asking me that question because the, the answers are, are never clear. And, it, and especially when people say, well, I want to say it the right way. I'm like, you can't. So why are you asking? It's, it's to say the, the thing that you're going to say because the sooner we get past it, the better, I think for everybody involved <laughs> aside from the people who obviously were going to botch it from the get-go did you ever like trial people that you thought had potential to say your name properly even if they were unfamiliar with it no man like i don't really care if you can because it doesn't tell me anything about you like i don't really every time anyone wants to say, I want to try and learn your name or say it the right way, it's like a game that they want to play for themselves so that they can feel like they are, I don't know, woke, down, or whatever. (laughs) And I just never felt comfortable with that. It's kind of weird. You know, there was this one guy at a guitar center. I was just trying to buy some slinky strings, man, and uh, for, for my bass guitar. And the dude was ringing me up and he saw my name. And he was like, "Oh, how do you pronounce that?" I was like, "I don't, I don't care, man. Just give me, <laughs> just give me my strings. I'm not in the mood for this." And he wouldn't relent. He was like, "Is it Hey Man? Like Hey Man?" And I just gave him like the the dumbest look. Like you sound so stupid right now. And then it was like that SpongeBob meme where I was like, "All right, I'm gonna head out." <laughs> and I just kind of got my strings and dipped. So there wasn't just because I'm trying to figure out was there like one particularly bad example of this that just like turned you off to like even participating in the as you call it this game forever or Mm, yeah um kindergarten i went to an islamic school a madrasa as you've you've heard about on fox news and uh it was amazing like i really enjoyed being around like three other amens like i was not the only amen in the school and i think my parents sent me there on purpose so that i would not feel like i was singled out for any reason obviously it succeeded right i mean (laughs) i feel egyptian i guess whatever but uh the there was this one teacher who was she she converted into islam and she was like this american woman and her pronunciation of my name was like the first time i've ever experienced someone not saying amen and them saying like Iman. and i got my feelings hurt at first because everybody else had like i don't know easier names to say like emir and she would just say emir and for me it was like Iman, and i was like what the fuck so i uh this is the kind of swag that i had in kindergarten i pulled her aside and i said listen um my name isn't Iman, just so you know uh could we, from moving on, could, just, could we just say Ayman? And she's like, that's what I'm saying, Ayman. Uh, 
And I'm like, no, I mean, no, let's listen, listen, come here. Let's let's work this out together. I don't want to embarrass you. I don't want to say this in front of the class. <laughs> I need you to know that my name isn't Ayman, it's Ayman. And she was like really confused and she was like, That's what I'm saying. I'm, say it slower. I man? And I'm like, Amen. I man? Amen. And then I, that was when I gave up. When she couldn't get it and I realized it was like sort of me embarrassing myself. Acting like I care about something that's I don't know, it doesn't really Did matter. You like um, team up to strategize with the other Amens in your class or was this a solo effort? It was it was more like uh he-Man in my uh, what was the the one was like the only there can only be one I was it was like Highlander <laughs> yeah, in high yeah. school <laughs> yeah yeah um but there was like the rivalry between the Amens and there was this one kid I'm gonna name drop him this is gonna be like explosive for the name dropping podcast uh, his name was Amen Aid and he I used to like have such a problem with this kid <laughs> only because he was better he got better grades than I did and I that just pissed me off. I was like, what, you think you're, you're a better aim or something? <laughs> <laughs> I was so angry as a kid. And uh, yeah, nothing happened. I mean, you know, we're like first grade or whatever. But uh, nah, man, it wasn't like there was an Amen club and we were all like the Stacys at whatever schools the listeners went to. It was like the Amens were, were aggressive, manly men, you know? Um, especially from at first grade, that's a time where we're, we're like vying for alpha amen status. There were the jocks, the nerds, and the amens. <laughs> <laughs> Reigning above them all. They also, want the, the reason I think the beef was with that first amenite, and in case you're listening, this is real, man. And this is, if you want to talk, we can talk. The beef is still standing as far as I'm concerned. But the real beef came from the fact that he spelled his name with one N. Mm. And my name was A-Y-M-A-N-N, two N's. The, the, the double N is important because in the Arabic you say Amen and not Amen. Mm. Like, what the hell? So, you know, fix your name, dude. Get it legally changed. <laughs> and then uh, and then we can hang out. Turning name dropping into the breakfast club right now. <laughs> <laughs> Were there any mispronunciations in particular that bothered you the most or were they all kind of equally annoying and kind of blended together it, it so this is it really just depends on who's saying it you know if it's if it's somebody that i like don't mind and you know we're cool otherwise and you mispronounce my name whatever like i'm with it actually keep saying my name like that uh you're you're the role model for all the other people who can't if you are close, even, and I don't like you, it's going to turn into a problem. For example, um, when I got arraigned and I got arrested in 2016, and hearing all of the different like officers and detectives processing me saying my name wrong made me so angry. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and I could tell they wanted me to be like the Salafi, angry, you know, uh, they wanted me to tell them where the bombs were at, basically. And and my whole thing was, um, you know, this is something that we're going to have to, like, fight each other over. And you're going to have to pull my teeth and send me to Guantanamo Bay just so you can feel stupid in the end because I'm just a kid. And I was like, I'm a journalist, too. So I was like, I cannot wait to get home and write this story, motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> so I was already in that in that mindset. And so one, one of them was like, 
reading out the names for people to like go and like see the judge. They they kind of come with their list and they just ring out a bunch of names. And uh, they were like, name one, name two, name three, name four. They would get to mine. He would pause and like stare at the paper. We're all confused. And I was like, that's me. Yeah. You know, don't even, don't even try. The pause is a tell. I feel like. The, the pause is a tell. Yeah. And he was just saying like crazy names beforehand, like names that I'd never heard of. No problem. Or as far as I'm concerned, no problem. But just the fact that I don't like you already. And you're like a scrubby CO. I don't know. It's like the more I'm not, I'm not systemically evil version of the substitute teacher's pause as they're reading the, the, the name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love the substitute teacher pausing on my name, actually. I would do it like such pride. I was like a little bit of a class clown, too. So whenever they would pause, I would just stand up and say, that's me. And nine times out of ten, it wasn't me. It was somebody <laughs> else, and I wouldn't care. But I, I think one of the times where I was like really excited that somebody butchered it but came close was when I was graduating and I could tell they rehearsed and there was, they said, I man. Mm. And I was like, hell yeah, you tried. Mm. So I'm not mad at the substitute teachers. They're doing their best as far as I'm concerned. If anything, we should be angrier at the systemic issues here. You know, we should be angry at the, the district attorneys and the cops and the judges and, you know, Donald Trump, I think, is a big source of it, even from when I was a kindergarten. It's his fault. <laughs> <laughs> when you sense that someone's trying to alienate you with their pronunciation of your name, how do they say it? What are the patterns that you notice? Um, hey, man, is one of them. Uh, I've heard someone a couple times, actually, not just someone, but some people's uh, saying like a patois, like, hey, man, like, like they're Jamaican. Oh, and they're not Jamaican. Uh, no, no, no. They're almost always white. Were there any other, besides the pronunciation of your name, were there any other aspects of your life that you felt a kind of resignation toward in the same way? Like, do you think it coincided with anything else, or was it just specifically your name? No, it, it definitely coincided with the fact that I'm Muslim, you know? Um, and that's why I think... I was so lighthearted about it because I was just so aware of uh, what my mom and my sister had to go through as veiled women, you know, um, going to the grocery store and seeing people like point their hands with like guns, you know, turning their like fingers out and, and saying, pow, 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 I shot a terrorist, like saying things like that. And me being aware, it's like there was no amount of like name calling or harassing that could amount to that. So... I think that's part of the reason why, especially on the playground, when people would try to like make fun of me and my heritage, I would just find a way to make fun of them back and like steal their thunder and turn it into a game. You know, uh, it's just, especially for veiled women, it's just like a different animal when we're talking about harassment of Muslim people. Yeah, and especially when we do talk about like the risks and the dangers. It's almost exclusively Muslim women who end up having to face the vitriol. And I think it's partly because the bigots know that, um, you know, they might just catch the wrong Muslim man and, or the Muslim guy. And, but I think if they, like, mess with a woman, the worst thing that's going to happen is, you know, they, they won't get as much damage. So I've always felt uh, that... It, Especially when it comes to like name calling, like who cares? 
Uh, we really just need to do more to protect our, our women who are veiled because of they're they're basically with walking with targets on their heads every time. What's her name? Uh, Marjorie Taylor Green. Taylor Ham. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Ham is what I call her. Uh, well, so, very New Jersey hours on the pod right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out Newark. Uh, every time any of them say anything, it's it just rubs me the wrong way because of the ways that. This, I have no doubt that this trickles down and this will end up in some school hall. Somebody by their locker room is going to end up having to repeat the same shit because they saw it on TV. In an interview with another guest, we were talking about surnames and how this this person felt they weren't used as much anymore than they didn't come up in daily life as much. Do you find that to be true or is that not true for you? A surname is a last name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are we in England, Simon? <laughs> Damn. Um, Do you find yourself having to introduce yourself as Eamon Ismail a lot or just as Eamon? Yeah, I, d- I introduce myself as Eamon Ismail a lot, uh, mostly because of Eamon. A- I'm, I'm going to name drop because the beef is real. Uh, Eamon Moyhedin, he knows who he is on MSNBC. He just uh, got his yeah. own show and he just called it Eamon. Are you serious, bro? He's a he's he has a one end too, right? Yeah, like a scrub. <laughs> I'm actually joking. I love him, and I, I do admire him. And I, he's one of the reasons why I became a journalist. Just to be full disclosure, but just because we're having fun here. Um, add an end, bro. He needs to add an end first off before he loses all credibility and people discover the real way to spell the name. So it's in his interest to correct his name i mean we could start this campaign right now i'm just worried about his credibility <laughs> you don't want the far right to attack him for not having Another, two ends. Yeah. this is coming from a place of love and adoration i want him to succeed in his career and i'm worried that because his name is spelled wrong that people are going to attack him in his his status or whatever um i know he also did a lot of work in in palestine and so they're going to find a reason to link his misspelled name to some threat of anti-Semitism, and it's just going to turn into uh, it's just going to snowball. So I think for his own sake, he should add an end before it's too late, and that way we can we can just cheer him on from the sidelines as his career flowers into something um, even better than an MSNBC primetime show. That's very noble of you. Samer's going to get off the phone and tip off Marjorie. Yeah. As soon as this is over. Marjorie Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I have a 3 p.m. call with MTG. I know she tried to get Jihad Squad starting. Like, that was going to be a thing. Um, But I kind of want to claim it. I think Jihad Squad sounds dope. Put it on a soccer jersey or something. Sam, are you trying to join the Jihad Squad (laughs) or what? Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) I got nothing else to do. I'll get Letterman jackets made. (laughs) Hi, this is Maymay Sparks, and I'm a Defector subscriber.
originally became an accomplice because it was the closest I might ever get to being transgressive in my life. But I stay because I believe in supporting great writing, which is what you get from Defector. Plus, they're constantly adding new voices to their rosters and features all the time. If you want to support Defector and get your first month for 99 cents, go to defector.com slash name dropping. Just to entirely switch topics, what approach did you have in naming your child with your partner? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a long, drawn-out process. So um, another bombshell. People don't really know this, um, but I'm, I'm announcing it here on this show. I'm a Virgo, so I have a little bit of an attention uh well, the opposite of attention deficit disorder. I have uh, hyperactive attention. Mm-hmm. And so I made a, a an Excel spreadsheet, which I aggregated over to, to Google Sheets. That's color-coded that had different Arabic names uh, adjacent to their, to their score that I gave them based on how well people can pronounce it, what their, their meaning is, the likelihood of him being bullied for it, other nicknames that people can come up for it, uh, what a substitute teacher might say. Uh, the likelihood of uh, a terrorist when they turn 13 using their name, that kind of thing. Like I just basically gave them all a mathematical score and and put them all in order. And uh, I also subsequently discounted points from names that I thought were good, but then they ended up being used by famous actors Mm. who acted in shitty movies. So uh, I had, you know, Idris way up top. It's a great name. But then Rami. Rami is it was actually on the list too. I do like the name Rami. Uh, I do like the show. However, I do think the name is corny. Oh, I was talking about like Bohemian Rhapsody, like that Rami Malik. I, d- I did like Bohemian oh. Rhapsody too. So th- I had some other names on there. Like I think the number two option was Yahya, which I love because it means uh, someone whose legacy lives on forever. Like they just continue living past mm. their death. And uh, I, I like that when white people try to pronounce it, they, they can't. So they just say Yaya. And I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> so that was actually what I was going to name my son. But then we found another name that kind of checked all of our boxes. Uh, one of the things that I did when I was doing this spreadsheet was I sent a, a, about six or seven names to my coworker who's white. And, uh, and I asked him to read the names and, and record them and send them back. And so in this sheet, also, if you click them, if you click the name, you can hear my coworker reading the names and, and in some cases butchering them, in other cases killing it. So one of the names he killed it, it sounded just like it does in the Quran. And, uh, oh, that was the other qualifier. They all had to be names that existed in the Quran. And they also needed to sound good with his middle name, which was my first name, which is a part of the Egyptian tradition. Egyptians, uh, they take your first name and when you have a son, that becomes their last mm-hmm. name. And then... You just keep adding names, and it just goes back all the way up the patriarchy tree. And so the the name that we decided on sounds good with all of those names that he now has. So is, is this document going to be on sale? I was going to sell it as an NFT, maybe. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, you, can, you can purchase it for 0.01 Ethereum uh, only. I don't accept Doge. I think Doge is a shitty coin. <laughs> Are going to keep this document around and keep building in case of future children? Yeah, I, I realize I got to do one for, for female names, just in case. Uh, I really want a daughter, like badly. When my son was born, I was really happy, obviously. But I, um, 
I like I like the idea of having a pair, like a boy and a girl together, so they can grow up together and and learn from each other and learn about each other and you know um, be a squad. So I have a name for a daughter that I I really love, but I'm not going to tell anyone because I told my brother and he ended up getting a dog and naming his dog that oh, name. So. Wow, that's absolutely Damn. brutal. No loyalty. Yeah, I got I got beef with a lot of people right now. To be honest, you actually caught me on that time. The list might grow before this podcast is over. We've got like two different Amons. We've got your brother. We've got the creators of Doge, Lauren Bobear, Justin Pinho, Justin Pinho, Taylor Ham, Taylor yeah. Ham. Mm-hmm. It's probably more coming. Guy from Guitar Center. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that guy. I wish I got his name so I can butcher it too. That's that's gonna be the next move. If uh, if you come at me and you say, "Hey, what's your name?" Iman, I'm going to say, "What is your name, Samer?" <laughs> See, I feel like I had a different. I don't know, because I I went to I did not go to an Islamic school. I just went to a really small K through A school in New Hampshire. It was like be, beyond my immediate family. I really wasn't getting my name pronounced, and I can't remember like the first time it was mispronounced or anything. I'm sure plenty of teachers did. I guess I kind of subconsciously just gave up on it but i also was like maybe if i make it sammer like hammer that'll stick in people's minds yeah i used to say amen like matt damon mm-hmm. was it important for you to have like easy mnemonic devices like that for all the names that you had in your spreadsheet no there have to be an easy way to explain no and in some cases having a name that was difficult to pronounce mm-hmm. as a plus I think that built character. Having a name that seems to be within the the appetite of like not like non Middle Easterners seemed to me as a little bit of a cop out, and maybe even like capitulating to their desires to just be as ignorant as possible in some cases, you know, because they can say smorgasbord, no problem. They can say really difficult things. Uh, like I, I can't even begin to pronounce some of those cities that exist in Wales. But I'm, I mean, I can say Schmorgesburg now. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should be able to say Amen. But you know, if you don't want to, that's cool too. This was, this is related to names, but not specifically your name. And I don't know if you remember this, but when I was an intern at Animal New York, a shout out Animal, shout New, York. Animal New York, you gave me a tip. I hope, I hope you didn't take my advice, man. I haven't actually exercised this tip that much, but it was just a tip that stuck with me because it was interesting. I'd never heard it before, which was that cab drivers particularly like it when you call them captain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you, do you still stand by that? Does that tip still work? I've, I've learned other names that they also enjoy. Oh. Like, captain is one of them. Sir is another really, really good one. Yes, sir. And they'll, they'll literally... Okay. They're going to get you there on time. Nice. Um, if they're Egyptian, you can say Yosta. Yosta. Yeah. And, you know, if you get in a cab, like eight times out of ten, they're going to be from Egypt. My dad was a cab driver, and so were all of his brothers. So I got proof. The proof is in, uh, is in my family DNA. Okay, we're going gonna to go to a rapid fire game we've been doing. Yeah, we're going to give you a list of specific scenarios and then you tell us what name you'd provide in that situation and why. Oh, that's a good name. It's a good game. All right, let's say you are introducing yourself at a new workplace. Uh, my name is Eamon, like Matt Damon, without the D. 
So you go with a just a first name basis for that. Yeah, especially in a workplace where I want them to feel like they are in the know and they feel woke and cool, where that matters. I'll humiliate myself a little bit and, and say Eamon like Matt Damon. Okay. When it comes to my bag, I will humiliate myself. Okay, now let's say same situation, but a couple of days later, and one of your coworkers who you deal with on a regular basis is still butchering it. Is there anything you would say there, or would you just let it pass? Now, is this coworker good at their job, and <laughs> they help me be good at my job? Yeah, say it's a it's a coworker you like. Oh, then yeah, they can butcher it. That's no problem. Mm. Oh, okay. So you would, oh, and it'll be like one of those things where, like, at the Christmas party five years later, they'll heal somebody else, say amen, and it'll be like a fun, like, oh yeah, I know it's so good, or whatever. You know, it'll be like a fun little thing that we we do. I'm kind of fearful of what you would do if you it was a coworker you didn't yeah, like. Yeah, same situation, but you don't like the person. Oh, I'm I'm going straight to HR. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's say it's it's someone who supervises you, like a direct super, like a direct report, basically. Wait, is direct report person? I think it's the opposite. Oh, right. Person that you report mm-hmm. to. Yeah. And they were butchering it, and I like this person. We can yeah. play both scenarios. Yeah, we can yeah. do both scenarios. Yeah, it, it's the same thing. If if I like them, then it's this fun game that we're going to play in two years at the Christmas party. If it's somebody that I don't like, I mean, it depends, especially if they're a supervisor. I think I might play it like this. Like if I want to take Christmas off and they were like, but you're Muslim, you don't even do Christmas. And I'll be like, well, there's a lot you don't know about me, like how to pronounce my name that you've been butchering for the last year. And just so you know, it's really offensive. And a Muslim, specifically Muslims, it's against their religion to mispronounce their name. And so... It's haram. It's haram. You know, it's haram. You're going to go to hell, basically, if you, if, you, if you don't let me have Christmas. See, I would just go with the more easier excuses. It's a federal holiday, oh, but I think yours, yours would work too. Yeah. All I know is that if I don't get Christmas off, you might get judged by god and you don't want that i don't want that let's just let's just do what we both want let me have this day off let's say you're at a loud wedding how are you going to introduce yourself in a loud wedding am i about to dance and embarrass myself Mm, yeah yeah then i would say hey what's up my name is sam (laughs) uh uh you can add me on myspace and linkedin (laughs) if i wasn't about to embarrass myself and maybe this is like the wedding where i meet my wife and it was like a Muslim mm-hmm. wedding. So that's the thing. If it was like a Muslim wedding, I would say, Assalamu alaikum and ismi Ayman Ismail. And if it was like a, a Christian wedding, I would just say, You don't need to know my name. <laughs> Let's just get down. Assuming this is a situation you had to deal with when you were at the 2016 Republican National Convention, how did you introduce mm-hmm. yourself? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so this is my passion, actually. Um, is like confronting these kinds of people because they're just so funny to me. I would up the Muslim. So I would say, oh, hey, Salam, my name is Ayman Ismail. Or I would even just throw my middle name in there, be like, oh, my name is Ayman Muhammad Ismail. And I don't have a son yet, but I want to name his son uh, Barack Hussein Ismail. <laughs> That's what I would do. I mean, uh, this happened where somebody did ask me if I was Muslim at the Republican National Convention. And uh, I said, yeah, what of it, buddy, buster? And uh, he was dressed as Thomas Jefferson. And this was really funny because he 
wanted to like talk about the Prophet Muhammad's uh, legacy, alayhi salatu wasalam. And the funniest thing was he was dressed as Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> and so all I had to do was just say, hey, dude, uh, do you know who Sally Hemings is? You know, his mistress that he made sleep in a barn and while he raped repeatedly over and over again and gave her several children. And now there's several generations of African-Americans who are all related to Thomas Jefferson. And he was like, no, no, that, that's, that's lies. I, I'm sure if we met today, he would blame it on critical race theory. But uh, <laughs> it was... It was hilarious because we're in line to get into the convention. And so it's just all of these delegate. He was a delegate, by the way. Yeah. Good job, America. Yeah. So he's a delegate and he's dressed as Thomas Jefferson. And he's in line with all the reporters to get our credentials. And everybody was just laughing at him. I swear to God, if this happened in high school, I would have left with his lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> Where can our uh, listeners read your stuff or follow you or listen to your stuff online you, you can catch up with my work at slate.com um, you can also follow me on twitter uh, amen.com amen a-y-m-a-n-n-d-o-t-c-o-m you know the coolest thing about having my name is that when I did sign up to get a URL for my own portfolio website there was no amen.com so I was able to get my exact first name.com which is awesome wow. so if you do want to reach out to tell me how great I am, you can email me at amen at amen.com. If you want to reach out to, you know, tell me how awful I am or annoying or racist, or if you want to try and cancel me, you can email me at, hold up, I have a special one right here, spelled S-A-M-E-R at defector.com. <laughs> That's perfect. perfect. Thanks for listening to Name Dropping. You can email us at namedropping at defector.com. This podcast was produced by Alex Sujong Laughlin. Thanks to Projects Editor Justin Ellis and Editor-in-Chief Tom Lay and the rest of the Defector staff. Defector Media is a collectively owned, subscriber-based media company. If you love this podcast and want to support us, subscribe to Defector at Defector.com. <laughs> <laughs>